Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing going through Matthew. We're in chapter 6, toward the end of chapter 6. And so I want to start at verse 25. We've already covered this a couple times, but I just want to reread it because it, it sets the context and reminds us of what Jesus is saying because he reaches a point uh, at the end of the verses we're going to see today <clears throat> that he's driving home to everybody, particularly to us. Verse 25 of Matthew 6 says this, For this reason I say to you, remember Jesus is speaking, Do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Let me just pause there for a moment. <clears throat> just think about what Jesus is saying. He said, you know what? Life is more than food. Life is more than doing the pursuits of life to provide food for yourself. And then he says, the body is more than clothing. That's sort of interesting. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Your body isn't given to us just to uh, provide a platform for clothing. Okay? Your life isn't defined by your clothing, though some people act that way and behave that way, do they not? So there's something intriguing that he's saying right here. The body is more than clothing. And so let me just uh, suggest to you that there's far more truth here than we even dare to uh, think about. That the body is far more than clothing. The body is actually far more than just this corporeal piece of matter. There's something really intriguing here that the Lord has done in creating man and then placing our uh, spirit within us and then saying that we are created in the image of God to be image bearers of God. Just keep all this in mind as we go through these various things. Verse 26, Jesus continues, Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? The unstated answer is, of course you are. Verse 27, And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? Again, the unstated answer is, no one. Now, verse 28, And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet, I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown in the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So that's what we've covered at this point in time. God is saying this, if he clothes the grass of the field and the beauty that we see in all forms of, uh, of the grass and the herbs and plants and things like that, it's alive today and tomorrow is thrown in the fire. It just shows that... Uh, the time of beauty is very, very brief. Some people say, well, you know, it shows that it's useless because it's here today, going tomorrow. Well, no, not useless. It's just a brief time frame, right? How much more will he clothe us? Now, verse 31, Jesus says this, Do not worry then, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? So notice the commandment that Jesus gives. Notice the mandate. Notice the directive, whatever you want to call it. He says this, do not worry. He says it point blank, do not worry. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. 
Don't worry about what you're going to wear, your clothing. Don't worry about these things. And yet there are so many people who are uh, professing believers, and I'm, I think many of them truly are believers, but they're consumed with worry over such things. They fret over such things. And we are not to do that. Now, I'll tell you right now, we've mentioned it several times before. In the flesh, you're not going to be able to control this. People say, well, you know, I just can't. I'm always worried. In the flesh, you can't do that. You can't control that worry. But by the power of the Spirit that lives in the life of the true believer, you can. But Jesus continues. He says this, verse 32. For the Gentiles eagerly seek all of these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. So he's saying, you know, those are outside. Those that are the Gentiles, outside the Jewish faith, outside of believers, they seek these things eagerly. Their whole life is around this, what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink, how they're going to dress, what they're going to look like. He says, but you know what? Your Father knows you need all these things. God designed us to eat and to drink. Okay? It's sort of interesting. He didn't design us to be clothed, but when man rebelled, he gave us the original clothing. Now, the last two verses of the day, Matthew 6, 33 and 34. These will be very, very familiar to you. Don't let that familiarity rob you of some truths here. Jesus had just said, your heavenly Father knows you need these things. Verse 33. But, so it's in, in, in relationship to the heavenly Father knows you need these things, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Very, very well-known verse. But notice what he's saying. He's saying, seek first. And it isn't just a one-time seeking. It's a continual seeking. Continually to seek his kingdom, or the kingdom, the kingdom of God. We're told to do this. So we're told not to worry. And rather than worrying, we're told to constantly, continually seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So don't worry, don't worry, but seek the kingdom. And, you know, I believe this, you can probably put this together like this, that if you are worrying, you're not seeking the kingdom. If you're worrying and fretting, what you're actually doing is you're seeking your own kingdom. It's a form of idolatry. Okay? Well, cause Jesus already said in verse 30, he says, you, you have little faith. He's saying, where's your faith? You're putting your faith and your trust in the food, the drink, and the clothing, and your ability to provide that for yourself rather than putting it in the Most High God. That is where our faith needs to be. And so if you are worrying and anxious, we'll see more about this in the seventh chapter about being anxious. If you're worried about these things and anxious about these things, then you're not seeking his kingdom. You're not seeking his righteousness. But what's the promise Jesus gave, gives us? He commands, do not worry. And then he says, another commandment, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Folks, we are to continually seek his kingdom, his righteousness. And then he gives us a promise. And all these things will be added to you. You seek the kingdom of God. You seek his righteousness. And that word added means it will be provided. Then the Lord will provide these things. Now, again, it doesn't mean that you don't work. Somebody want to want to read that kind of nonsense into it. No, 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 no. No, you work. But he's saying these things will be added to you. Now the last verse, verse 34. So do not worry about tomorrow. So Jesus is bringing a little point of conclusion right here. So do not worry about tomorrow, 
for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. <laughs> yeah, uh, the King Jimmy, it's literally the idea of sufficient for the day is his evils. Every day has enough sufficient evils of his own, to which uh, all of us would go, well, that's true, that's true. So don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Each day has sufficient evil for its own, enough trouble of its own. And so walk through that by faith, trusting in the Lord. He says, do not worry. Seek first and continue his kingdom and his righteousness. And don't worry about tomorrow. Is this not a needed word for each one of us? Uh, I mean, it has been for every generation of the time Jesus spoke it to now, obviously. But it is such a word. And let me encourage you. I know many of us uh, have tendencies to worry like this and to be anxious like this. We have friends and family members that are like this. So, Lord, I just pray that they will be set free and they will turn to you and know your word and not worry, not be anxious, but to seek your kingdom and your righteousness. Right? Well, amen. Thank you all so much. I'm Dale. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.